You have now entered a lab episode 103. I have to make sure as we record these episodes, I'm always checking uh, what number we're on. I'm getting lost after we got to triple digits, but I am Elvis Escobar. He is Fort Sama. Um, we'll get right to it. Um, a lot of guests in the last five to 10 episodes, uh, if not every other week, every week. Uh, so this is this will be a solo episode with just me and Fort vibing out on his birthday well, before his birthday weekend and before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pay respects to the sponsors in a little bit, but what's going on uh, with you, man? How's, uh, how's everything over the last week? Everything's been pretty chilling, man. A lot better. Got got some good things done over the weekend. Got to go to the gym today. So I'm hanging in there, man. I'm doing my best. Really no complaints on this side, and I'm excited to be there in the next few days. So yeah, this is uh yeah you came uh you came two exact months ago for your brother's birthday weekend. Um, anytime you come down here from uh from your vibe at least or what you tell me you know you get a nice you either get a reality check of uh what you do want or what you don't want so i think uh maybe maybe in the last six months or uh 60 days of you being down here lately things have changed mentally and physically for you so maybe coming back here could be a nice little reset for you hang out with the fam and stuff right yeah definitely 100 percent. i think i need it i think it'll be good with with the holidays and with with my mom's birthday and my birthday coming up so yeah, only positives when it comes to that. Um, uh, this episode is officially presented by Broward Vintage uh, on eBay. The link, link tree, all that info is in the uh, description on YouTube and on Apple and Spotify. I'm actually rocking. I went inside one of our bins, rocking one of the crew necks, uh, North Carolina throwback. This is an extra large. fits me nice. I like uh, nowadays, I like sweaters and everything to fit me kind of loose so uh, i'm glad uh i got me one of these for the uh the episode proud vintage men women kids whatever dm him at proud vintage on ig uh if you want to sell him anything and then I'll, of course unofficially billionaires road to holidays you got to go to a party you got to bring a bottle of champagne bring you know a, a bottle of brandy uh you know there's nothing better than billionaires road all right so this uh for me this past weekend, we had on this. This was our second annual uh, Bray uh, Friendsgiving at the crib. Uh, successful again. Bree did immaculate with her cooking, and everybody who uh, brought food uh, did uh, amazing desserts. We had a whole table full. Of neighbors we usually have about twenty to twenty-two people here. I think this time we had eighteen at dinner time, and then by the time we got one in the morning or whatever, we. Uh, a, a few more degenerates came over basically, you know, after midnight um, to make that number go up, but it, it was all vibes, all yeah, fun. People coming over after midnight. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So who came over? So um, we, we had um, Dre come by, you know, Dre, right? Dre came by. I just, uh, yeah, I, I met, I met him uh, a couple years ago, but now I, I seen him at the uh, Dolphins game. Uh, last month, and then I seen him again. We exchanged numbers this time. Super cool dude. Shout out. He's awesome. Um, shrimp came by. Um, we're going to have him on every time he did it. That was his second time coming over the crib um, to hang out, and we're going to get him on the podcast for uh, you know his business, and 
he's uh you know he's gone viral and and you know his business is booming so we're gonna definitely get him on the podcast he's starting to get into the podcast game with him and his girl uh, as they do their marketing thing and also uh travis came by and travis my man he uh haven't seen him in a while but he came into the lab we were watching uh i think uh, hockey was at the end of the game or something this man passed out on the recliner on the right side of the the guest spot in the lab recliner and i thought he was jo- bro i thought he was joking at first he like made himself comfy you know how that recliner is very comfy once you scale that that bad boy back uh he had a pillow and everything and i thought i swear i thought he was joking and i like tapped him or said oh you want a blanket and he didn't answer me i was like oh this motherfucker really so i think at one point he had a blanket over him was, i wish i would have got a picture because he was here for more than, no i feel like he was here for no more than 30 45 minutes by the time he passed out by the time he woke up, we were out like 1.30 in the morning having a catch with the football, all like six or seven of us. So uh, good vibe. Appreciate everybody for coming. And I love doing that. I love being able to provide that type of atmosphere and that type of uh, Friendsgiving uh, for uh, me and my friends. So everybody, great. Yeah, hopefully, uh, maybe next year you could come out a little early and maybe you could be a part of the, the third annual. That'd be fun. Come a little early for your birthday. Spend a week, ten days. Maybe you actually live here by next year. I don't know. For I'm 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 forecasting stuff, projecting. Um, you? Yeah, you're getting you're getting a little ahead of yourself there. I know I am, but I, I could be I could be selfish. Yeah, of course, hundred percent. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I um, it's gonna happen next week, so I don't know what will be happening a year from now. That's what I mean, bro. Life is that crazy. That's what I, I try to do that when I get stressed out or have anxiety about life of like, if I'm not okay with something, I do have to remind myself that there's always a point in, at least I can only speak for my, my life and me is like, there's always like random things that happen every single year that make your life obviously sometimes for the negative or worse, or most of the time, sometimes for the better. And you got to appreciate those better times. But, um, we uh we often tally the the negative parts. We we don't tally those positive outcomes as much as we should. Um, like I said, this will be a solo episode or uh, uh, you know a normal episode with no guests, nobody hopping on. So feel free to comment on any topics that you have. We'll uh, keep this episode around an hour, maybe efficient, depending on how the vibe is. We are recording this on Sunday. Did not mention that November nineteenth, two thousand twenty three. A uh, little odd to record on a Sunday. I like it um, because usually either I go out on a Friday and not a Saturday, or I usually hang out on a Saturday and easy for me to, you know, get going uh, for, for, you know, having a beverage and, and chilling and vibing out with you on the, and everybody else on this podcast. Sometimes hard to take that Sunday off and then get back into it on a Monday. So my whole flow of my Sunday was thrown off with recording today, kind of getting into that, like, all right, what do I normally do? Uh, it's crazy how, or like creatures are habit. Do you feel like that too? Like if something's thrown off in your week now, forever, tomorrow, I'm going to think it's Tuesday, Tuesday. I'm going to think it's like my whole week is messed up. I definitely feel a little different today recording on a Sunday versus, versus Monday. I'm not sure what it is. Honestly, it's just, it's a different feeling. It's, Knowing that you had uh, Sunday Sunday night game, and then you're usually recording with the Monday night game on, and then getting home from work, I know, hey, I got to do the pod later. Like today, I was just like, all right, yeah, we got to record in like an hour and a half. 
Weird. I had to I had to get myself a little amp. You tagged me in the story, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh yeah, we are recording tonight." I was like, oh, "Yeah." Let me, let me figure some shit out before I fucking go live later on. There was many times where I totally blanked out that we weren't, and then I had to remind myself, like, "Oh shit, I got to start posting things." You know, it depends on what what's going on in people's lives, but sometimes we have great, uh, great, uh, you know, feedback and great, uh, viewership on Sunday nights. Uh, but lately we've been recording on Monday. We've had great turnout for that and had a lot of fun. So I'm interested to see what this Sunday night recording will, will do as far as, you know, people interacting and, uh, and watching and doing, um, obviously shout out last week, we had a guest, uh, Cullum, uh, we appreciate him. That was great. Great interview or great vibes. Getting to know him a lot. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for us to have a a four-way with uh, us, him, and, and and Charlie. And that'll be fun to to go back and forth and have those all all, all types of accents on, on one episode. That'll be uh, kind of wild. Maybe we'll save that for right before they start next season. Um, they usually yeah, probably their season, right? If they just, yeah. if they just ended their season now, they probably start up again like in March, early spring. I think you said like February, March. I think that's okay. Said last so let's aim for okay. Let's aim for like what two months from now or something like that. Maybe right before they go into training camp because you know sometimes these boys get locked in once uh yeah. once they have to get in shape and everything. So we don't want to mess with their schedule. Yeah, Charlie locked in for fishing right now. That's what I'm saying. So the staff's in here fishing every fucking day. He deserves it. Work, work, work hard. He got, he got all the accolades this summer and well deserved. Tampa, he's fishing and golfing every day. I'm like, yep. dog, you're 28, you're 26. Now he's he's engaged to a, you know, to a Cuban family, and that's a yeah. that's a shock. You know, obviously being a boyfriend, and I've learned this, like being a boyfriend is kind of like nothing. You you know, most of the time you don't live together. You know, they have, so I'm not speaking against them. I know them a little personally, as as limited as that. But in general, usually when you're in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, you don't live together yet or you don't have bills that are directly tied. So any one of you guys could get out or opt out at any moment, and there's not too much uh, co collateral damage. But, uh, you know, once you get into the engagement and now you're, you know, you're, you're really getting to know the family and now you're a part of the family, like the purgatory stage of marriage and you're planning, it's, it's stressful. So. So shout out them, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh, obviously, as they're newly engaged, but we'll uh, we'll have uh, Charlie on, and uh, we'll talk soccer when the uh, American soccer pops back up. But let's get into uh, let's get into some topics. What do you have on your end? I didn't. Obviously, we had our friends giving on Friday. I was cooked at the most extreme all day yesterday. A zombie, if you would. Yeah. Uh, you so, you didn't fucking answer me when you bro, were texting me I'm telling you. Shit. You were like, yo, I was napping. I was like, that's a reply that I would send to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a napper. And if I'm napping or in and out, or I'm just like, you know, when you have those, like, those hangovers where you could, you stare at a text message, and you're like, I could answer this, but like, I don't want to do it right now. So you put your phone back. And then I kept on thinking about it. I was like, all right, I got to get back to like eight different people right now, uh, text them back. So I, I got back to everybody late, but. Let's uh let's dive into some fun topics uh to start off the uh, episode one oh three. I'll let you lead. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I think news of the week was fucking Diddy, bro. Yes. I like that. And it was it was short lived. It didn't last long. 
It didn't last long, surprise, right? It went viral a little bit. Uh, what did it go? Did it go big on? What day did that go big on? I, like I said, my days are Sunday, messed up. I think it was maybe like Thursday, Wednesday? Friday. Oh, Wednesday that early. Okay, that middle of the week. What What's your opinion about it? Because I, I shared a couple opinions about this topic when people were over on Friday. I want to hear your direct with Diddy and maybe just overall, like with a lot of allegations come out about very successful people. So I want to hear your opinion before I go in on mine. So for those that don't know, Cassie sued Diddy over some sexual trafficking, sexual allegations. Alleged. Stuff that allegedly, yeah. I was kind of fucked up. Okay, so, yeah, Cassie sued Diddy for rape and sex trafficking, but settled a day later. What I got to say is, whatever she was accusing him of, he probably did that shit. Because mm-hmm. it, you don't settle something that quick. Diddy did not want the shit to go farther than it already went. With social media, everything pops off. And as some of us know, Diddy is a weird cat. <laughs> He's a weird dude. He's not the he's not the most normal person. And you can be I guess you don't get to where he is with being normal, I guess you could say. Yeah, but there's there's been a lot of stuff in the past that Diddy has said and done that was questionable and you look at him and you're like, ah. But also there has to be some kind of limitation as to when you can sue people, bro. You can't wake up one morning and be like, yo, uh-huh. I feel this person did me wrong, which which is wrong. Uh-huh. I'm not denying that, like, let's say you did me wrong, right? But I can't wake up 20 years later and be like, all right, now I'm going to try and get even because of this. I capitalize on something. Yeah, you, you make it big, you do whatever. I'm like, all right, well, now Elvis is pretty big. Now let me go ahead and hey. fucking blame him for something he did 20 years ago. Yeah. Remember that remember that joke he said in the group chat that was a little racial that I didn't I didn't realize I said or meant, but I said it anyway. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and send that screenshot. Like I didn't I'm sorry, man. I was young then. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking of like yeah. if that really went down, it would be like, what the fuck, dude? We were boys at that time. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's messed up and I mean he must have done something because you if he didn't do something, then he's going to try and extend it and try and countersue her for, you know, defamation or whatever. But, nah, he, he did that shit. Yeah, uh, my opinion, it was, it was going, obviously Twitter is one of those things where people, people shine when, when bad things happen to people. Uh, you know, that's when the, the, the memes come out, the videos, the, yeah, this is when people's business is booming. When uh, once big time celebrity news comes out and they uh, take full advantage. But my opinion was this, and I think most people got to realize that you don't become a millionaire. Definitely, you can become a millionaire. In my opinion, right? This is all. This isn't everybody. Uh, you know, to become a millionaire, you got to work hard, of course, or to become. You know, very successful. You got to work. There's a lot of hard work in general, whatever field or industry you're in. But to put up like, and we're talking Diddy with billions, and and we're talking these these highly successful one in one trillion type people, one in one type billionaires. You got to be a little crazy, selfish. You got to do some illegal shit. Some of them, hopefully, 
are only down to business illegal stuff. But sometimes you do some, you act out a crap character, you do some stressful things. What's this? What's that? You have, they just had Diddy stressing TMZ. All right, we're showing a video. It could be old. You know, let it that be, be known. Old. We're showing a video right now. Diddy by a, by, it's probably in Miami, I assume, with the water. And uh, looking stressed. But that could be old. That could be about anything. So you got to be careful about these videos. They do take advantage of, old posts and i love that twitter calls out posts that aren't legit like i've seen a couple of videos of diddy um where like it was like last year or two months ago about something but it was like twitter corrects it like this post was not yesterday it was posted on october 11th so i do appreciate x twitter whatever uh calling people out for misinformation when it permits because there is people that will take advantage and all they got to do is see a headline or a 10 second clip and be like, oh shit, and take it as Bible. Um, I just think we got you got to be careful who you idolize, who you worship, who you invest in when you don't know those people. You know, we don't know these celebrities, we don't know these moguls that are trying to sell a book, trying to sell you the recipe for success. But uh behind the scenes, they 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 most likely have the most skeletons, they have the 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 most to uh you know regrets and and things about them that you don't know. So I'm big about not idolizing all these people just because they uh, have a have a lot of money or make a lot of money. There's there's a lot that goes into it, um, and I've been around maybe not people like Diddy money, but I've been around millionaires over the last five to ten years. And for every ten I know, I'm telling you, eight or nine of them are not as they portray or they're not as great as humans as maybe their social shows or, or what they, they shake your hand and smile in your face as. And like I said, uh, I literally can name 10 people that I know are millionaires right now that I've met, hung out with. And I think more than five are, are facing some, some, some cases. I won't go into names or, or, or people's uh, personal stuff, but they're, they're facing some, some charges, whether low level or high level. And, um, they 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 deserve the bad that comes to them after whatever they're being accused of, if so true. So uh, when that came out, it was just like another person that is uh, uh, very successful, a lot of money. That we'll see if it's true. We'll see if uh, there's some Will Smith stuff that came out this week too. Yes, wasn't there? That he was fucking some guy, or some guy was fucking him. Jada Pinkett came out in his defense, which is hey, good for her, yeah, I guess. Surprisingly. Well, I mean, I guess she's got something to lose, too, in this situation. Well, I don't think those two will drag each other. I think those two drag each other under the mud so much that I don't think they would drag each other under the mud about false allegations. You know what I mean? Like, they are so open and almost too open about the things they say about each other and what they've gone through, which to to a degree I do respect. But when something probably comes out as false, I'm sure they have to tend that right away because uh, things could get kind of, kind of, kind of ugly but we'll never know we'll never know also i don't care if will S- smith has had sexual encounters with another man just like we talked about with dwight howard if he did he did whatever like who cares anything uh anything else re- re- relating to the celebrity world or or uh yeah, news? i'm trying to look to look into into celebrities as much as they do and it's weird bro i think this whole celebrity thing is fucking 
I got one. Uh, politician George Santos, who is talking about frauds and, and people that make their life. Uh, this guy has been proven time and time again. If you could pull up a picture or any allegation of a thing, uh, just so it, you get a visual who who this person is, because most people don't. Politician um, allegedly spent campaign money on OnlyFans, Sephora, Hermes, <laughs> Botox, and more, allegedly. And this guy, he, he he claimed he went to, yeah, this is George Santos. What is he, a um, Republican Party? But what is he, a, is he uh, in the, like, like, what's his official, like, Congress, something like that? I'm ignorant when it comes to stuff like this, just naming it. Go to Wiki. Okay. In what, what state? I just want to put it. It might be in New York. Look at him. Yeah, so it, it he's gotten proved so like literally proved. Bro, this is when lies just come out. He claimed he went to one college, never went to that college. Claimed he's from this uh or his family was from this country, was never from that. Like just time and time and again, just being a fraud. Yeah. And I think he got caught up in trying to like run a politi- like trying to run a campaign to please his con- constituents, as they may say, uh, to 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 put him out as a certain type of person or uh, or leader. And you know, obviously, we live in we live in the day of uh, Twitter and internet, where I don't know how you could be front and center and in, in, uh, or a public figure and just lie blatantly. It's okay if you do small little lies that really don't matter. But like when you lie about like what college you went to, where you're from, or where your family's from, or this and that, like that's something people could yeah, easily find out. Like quickly, they could find that out immediately. People on Twitter live off that. Like we're we're just talking everyday people, and then there's like reporters that make that's their living. Oh, he's he's got a whole list. It's crazy. So people like him, I don't even know how you could lie that much and still be relevant in politics or be responsible for millions of people with your decisions and your votes. Isn't that crazy that this is like blatant, like probably get this guy out of whatever position he's in, but he'll probably remain. He'll spin zone it and buy himself more years in, uh, in representing our country. That's, that's America, huh? Uh, yeah, unfortunately it is. And, really sad to see how bad we've gotten and how shitty it is frauds at the frauds what what was what was that fucking quote that ben said who episodes via like comment like live chat is that that what when it was on the utility players oh ben that ben um Ooh. Stinks from the ground up or something. Oh no, I said that. They he yeah, he, he quoted that. me saying the yeah, uh the fish st- uh uh stinks from the head down or something like that, yeah. where you know, usually you know, in a company if, if the main guy and the guy's running everything is running some fraud or being a liar, you can best believe the people he hired, the people that person hired, and all the way down, there's uh there's fugues in all of it. So yeah. Uh, that's why usually these people need to be held responsible because when they set that tone of they're lying, somebody else knows, and 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 it just trick trickle down effect from there. 
Yeah, that's what this country. Yeah. The wild thing is, we have these people that are doing these horrible things, doing crazy shit, and they're in these positions of power. But then you have a regular person that is doing something nowhere near as bad, and they get way more jail time and way more prison time and way worse consequences than these people. And I agree, they need to be held to some kind of fucking regimen, because it's not cool. These are people that are supposed to, literally, literal job duty is for the people. They're public servants. Yeah. Like, those are the people that, at, at anything that we, like, we accuse people of, whether it's Diddy and stuff like that, those are the people that we should be like, all right, stop what we're doing. Let's make, like, hands down. Those are the people. Like, Diddy, yeah, he has influence. He has money. He could figure out. But I'm talking politician-wise. It's like, all right, we need to stop what we're doing and figure this out ASAP. We can't let another day go by if the, if Sela alle- said allegation, allegations are true or they're being looked into. And it's uh, they get away with it every single time. It's crazy. We, but we're numb to it at this point, right? You know, we're seeing it every day, you know. Yeah. Uh, we are. We're numb to that. We're, done, we're numb to fucking school shootings. We're numb to mass shootings. We're numb to fucking just our country being in shambles. Right. Uh, we. Probably a little bit longer now. 100%. I heard. It's a fucking shame. I heard the other day on Twi- on uh, on Rogan. It was like. In in society or at least America, when did, when did uh COVID end? When the Ukraine war started? When did the Ukraine war start? COVID c- kind of never ended truly, but it ended as far as what we care about and what we're stressing about. When did the Ukraine war end? It hasn't ended, but what did we stop talking about when now Palestine, Israel, it's just like the next thing is just what people complain about. And then you got the, you know, the the LGBTQ community, you know, kind of going into that up in arms. That shit still happens. That was one of the quickest things. That was probably what, a week? (laughs) That was a week. If that, those families are still suffering. Those kids are probably still not found and uh, i think i think we gave i think we gave 700 dollars per either per person yeah, per as family. relief or per household or whatever yeah. but then we like made an accounting error for ukraine about like 200 billion dollars like oh we we overcalculated how much we gave them yeah. like how do you listen to that as a any type of human and just go what are what are what are our priorities? Like, how do we not take not care of our own first? Like, as U.S. citizens, as U.S. citizens, we're so worried about other shit and other countries, and obviously it's going to bring back those people in power money, so that's why they're doing it, but... Yeah. It's, uh... We need someone yeah. in power that fucking cares about the country and they're going to put the country first. Yeah, that's 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 the ideal... Uh, play there. That's the, the the typical saying that we all think will happen. I think if we, I feel like if we stop thinking that way, like not uh, that's a great theory and and that's what we all want, but like I don't know. I think we just got to start with our start ourselves. If every individual tries to like educate themselves more, be more objective, and then we project it on others and put it, I think that's where we start. You can't, yes, a leader could be caring for America, caring for us, but it still doesn't matter if we don't fucking change 
our way of thinking and changing how we go about life. You know what I mean? That would just be like, because there's only so many things a president can actually do. Yeah, he has a lot of power, he or she, um, or it or they, whatever you want to say for the future. But they have a lot of influence. They have a lot of power. But like, there's only so much they could do once they get into power and, and try to change things. So it's a lot. Uh, there was one other thing that had to kind of do. Where is it? I forgot, but it, it had to do with something like that. Um, but I'll just move on. Maybe I'll remember it. Another topic, uh, bring it up. I want you to bring up the Snoop Dogg Twitter uh, where he announced and you could, yeah, don't even say it. Just read it. Cause I feel like there's something going on marketing wise with this. And I feel like it's not just what it is. So bring it up. Cause we try to be a visual podcast as much as possible. Watch us on YouTube, subscribe, like comment. Even though you, even though, uh, no, it's just a picture of like what he put out. And it looks like somebody said the other day I read, it was like before somebody read what the post actually said on Twitter, they, it looked like a, a, a professional athlete retiring or something. Yeah. Just go on his, uh, his, his Twitter uh, page. Yeah. I don't follow him. It just, you know, how Twitter works. It just came up. Let's see if I can pull it up and see if it's still there. It probably is. Oh, yeah. And please uh, read it for the people. I'm giving up smoke on November 16th. after months. Can you make it bigger? Or, yeah, yeah, there you go. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Dog, this is the dumbest shit that I've seen in a long time. One hundred and thirty-seven million, uh, whatever views or or looks, whatever you want to say. It's a lot. Three days ago, hasn't tweeted since. He's not giving up smoke, dude. He's not. Oh, it's weird. He said smoke. smoke. Think about that. He didn't say smoking. He didn't say smoking weed. So that's why I think it's like a marketing thing where it's like. He put that out, and then probably within the next few days, we'll see something some kind of music. dealing with some type of product of like what he's yeah. going to be selling. Yeah, I've given up smoke. That that sounds like a weird. That just sounds like a weird that. headline. That right? That's an awkward. I've and it's funny because like outside the picture, he quote tweeted or whatever the headline. I'm giving up smoke. Period. It's kind of weird just to say that. Not smoking weed. Not smoking. I'm giving up smoke. So. Definitely look forward to Snoop Dogg capitalizing because he's he went from a uh, you know a gangbanger rapper 30, 40 years ago to now doing cooking shows with Martha Stewart and performing on Super Bowl and all these things and, and good for him. I everybody loves Snoop Dogg. No, nobody out there does hates him, but it, you got to think there's something going on with a product or or some type of. Uh, marketing campaign that he's about to launch. Yeah, because smoke is probably just smoke, but he could still be fucking vaping. It's such no. bullshit, bro. Like, if you believe this, it's just it's funny. This man's been smoking his whole life. Bro. <laughs> this one's funny. Oh, yeah. Snoop one week after giving up. Like, this is when Twitter's the best. It just they just come out with the. And then, like, somebody's like, uh, it ain't April Fool's. Talking shit. You got this motherfucker, Boosie. Boosie's always on some shit. 
I'm interested to see. And uh, that theory of like you can't have kids or you can't procreate while smoking weed, he's proven that wrong. He has a good amount of kids. What you think about Snoop Quiz smoking? Anything I'm with, I'm with, man. I mean, he know what he need better than anybody. I know he's going to gain weight. You're going to think better. Since I don't smoke, I don't get mad as I used to get mad. I think better. I was smoking an ounce a day. Since I don't smoke, man, I, I think better, bro. My temper control, you know what I'm saying? What you think? I don't think I smoke an ounce in multiple years. Bro, I definitely don't. Now today, you can't. It's it's literally physically impossible. You smoke a few backwards, bro. You're gonna go to sleep. Yeah, I don't know how people do it, man. Sleep, bro. I really don't. I don't know how people smoke from morning to night all day long. Smoking an ounce a day is if he's fucking just buying an ounce and he's smoking it, and so is whoever he's chilling with smoking, and they're rolling up these fat ass backwards that one's a waste of fucking weed. Yeah, that that's harsh on your lungs. All that you know? ba- either backwards or, or or rolling with blunts. I don't. That's that's yeah. super harsh. Yeah, so that's that's cap, bro. I don't, I don't believe a word they're fucking saying. I'm not. With I got you. um. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not selling with Snoopy. I'm not buying. Me neither. Me neither. I seen it right away. When you when you see something nowadays and you you automatically like, all right, something's up with this. This isn't what it, it means. It usually is. Uh, smells funny. Uh, I recently got gifted from AP the uh, Mike Tyson gummies. They come a uh, ten pack. I think it's a hundred milligrams. So each one is ten milligrams. And before I went like six months without doing gummies because I could kind of go off and on. As I've talked about this, I kind of start and quit things all the time. And uh, man, the, to, compared to like the street ones you get from a, like somebody in a package. I usually could do anywhere from like, you know, eight to 12 or 15 in a sitting and be okay, be high and, and be bodied. These gummies, man, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I've taken a 10 and chopped it in half and only done five. And like I said, I'm, I'm a lightweight when it comes to it. They body me to the point where I have to do 2.5 milligrams now uh, because they're so, uh, they're so powerful. And uh, the 2.5 is what I used to feel when I used to do 10s with like the street ones. This is obviously medical and you need a card and it's probably a lot more scientific. The street ones are more like, hey, we're mixing it up. We don't know how strong it is. Probably not as strong as you may think. They, uh, these gummies are getting powerful when it comes to med- med- uh, like the medical side of it. And I can imagine the weed too. I've smoked, in, I've smoked uh, medical marijuana before and the quality stuff yeah. from Drew and it's just so much more quality and, and better. Yeah, you could you could definitely tell the difference. I'm just so weary about it because we've been oh, so anti marijuana. No, I mean I don't not really a conspiracy, but as as a country, we've been so anti marijuana for a long time, decades, and now that we see that other people are profiting off of it and have been profiting off of it for just as long, of course. Now the government wants to get in and, and tax it. And but that is America, solar. right? That's been America since the inception. You know, so I feel that whoever is in jail or prison for non-aggressive and non non what is it? Non-violent? Yeah, non-violent, like non-violent. Be, yeah, charges. Yep. 
that have to do with marijuana, I feel like those people should be not freed, but be put in some kind of probationary period where if they're not doing anything violent, then yep, let them go because now we got all these bunch of all these older white people benefiting off of stuff that non-white people were doing for a while. Yeah. And it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of it really up. is. So we got to figure out something with that. But I mean, What was it, early I in the year in, where they... What did you say? I partook, in, I partook in the medical stuff when it is some shit, man. Yeah. It was a way different feeling than the speed you buy off the streets in your homeboy. Yeah, it's uh, not not your not your father's and your grandfather's weed that they used to smoke. That was uh, 80% grass or mud. Dirt. You know what I mean? Um, what was it, earlier in the year? Yeah, stick over, yeah. The bottom of the bottom. Uh, what was it, early in the year when they, you know, Biden announced that, the, the, and it goes back to our last conversation where news breaks about all right, we're making federally weed legal or whatever it is. And then, uh, you know, Biden or the administration is going to free certain type of people. You, you, we don't ever get a follow-up on that. We don't, we don't have a follow-up. We don't have a number, right? Like, let's say in January of this uh, 2023, they, they made that announcement. I think it was earlier in the year. And we talked about it on this podcast. Um, we don't get an update. W- were people released? Were people let go? How many people were? And, and uh, are we, how are we, getting those people that were serving years back into society. We just don't get an update. It's just, it's a, a great, that's why it's all politics and all bullshit. Cause it's, they hit you with the headline. They hit you with the, wow, this is great. Biden or whatever party's doing X, Y, and Z. This is great. And they get the votes and they get the whatever for that quarter, but we never hear a follow-up on, did it actually happen? Cause th- things take months and years to just go. It's not like, they make a, a law and boom, the next day people are out of prison. You have to go through the process. We, I've not, I haven't heard anything. Um, hold on one sec. Let me yell at my cat. Yeah, no, there's, there's a whole series of bills and shit that has to go through before we can even see any of that. But yeah, no, that goes back to what we were talking about with Bill Santos. We have to hold these politicians accountable and things that they say when they're running for office and, when they're running to try and get our vote and then they get our vote, we give them their vote. But then when they get in that position that they were running for, they don't do any of the shit or they do the opposite of what they were fucking doing. But yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's good. But like I said, it, it's up to us. It's up to, it's up to the people. It's up to the people. It's up to us. It's like, talk about it. And as much as we're like angry at something about, wanting something to happen we also have to put that same energy like i said i don't really get too worked up about x y and z anyway but those same people that do love to protest and 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 talk when it's the greatest time and jump on the bandwagon of you know yeah that's that's right those same people got to follow up and 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 hold people accountable uh the same way they 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 tried to uh you know be loud the first time and i think yeah blue is saying Ford's volume's loud. I, low. I thought your volume might have been low uh, in my headphones for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I have you pumped up all the way on my. Um. I usually don't have you. <laughs> I usually don't have you at a hundred percent, but today I had to have you. So check your volumes. Thank you, Blue, for keeping uh keeping that us accountable blue. with that one. Um. Let's see what we got. 
Yeah, we want to keep this uh, as people hopping in. Obviously, it's Sunday, so people aren't used to us recording on a Sunday and hopping in with us. So maybe you're watching, you know, Denver and Minnesota. Not not the greatest Sunday night football game in the world. Uh, I have hockey on. I was surprised. They were, yeah, uh, yeah. It's still Dobbs being the quarterback. They're running back. Madison is hurt. Uh, Is Jefferson back in this game? I can't see him right Uh, now. Not entirely sure. Let me check. I don't think so. I'm sure that had to do with it too. Broncos are cooking a little bit. They're at home. No, they've been good. Uh, he, he doesn't have a target, so I assume he's not in because that's a guy when he comes off the. Yeah, I assume he's not in because if he comes into the game, I assume uh, you want to get him involved right away. But yeah, Minnesota Vikings disappointment, a lot of injuries. Um, that's why hockey's been my savior. Obviously, we have basketball heating up. And I, I thought about this the other day, and I, I said it to somebody. Um, I've been watching some hockey documentaries, just getting to know the game a little bit. I like to educate myself just like I did when I learned about F1 and all that. Um, the one thing about hockey that I respect, and I'm telling people, like I'm almost like a promoter of, of, of that game that's new to me, is when they talk about news and they talk about the NHL, they only talk about on the ice. They only talk about the game. They don't talk about most of the they they don't talk about that the bullshit you know like for example the game with the warriors last year last week or this week warriors what timberwolves they face each other twice in three days or whatever back-to-back days and the games were phenomenal the game the actual game on the court both games were great ant-man going off you know gobert you know minnesota having a great season warriors you know not doing as well and all you have to talk yes obviously the choke and this uh, the scrum was a big deal, but you, you you watch it on ESPN or whatever, and you don't watch any of the highlights. They don't show any of the highlights. You don't even you don't even know who won. Like I guarantee you, the average basketball fan that watched Sports Center this week or First Take whatever and watched all like the episode probably don't even know the result of the game because all they focus on was a two minute thing where Draymond Green gets suspended. And I'm, I'm like tired of it. I, I, maybe it's I'm, I'm getting older and I'm getting old where I don't want to hear about bullshit about like, okay, how many times do I have to watch Draymond choke Gobert? And for me personally, it's like, it's over. Like, all right, he choked him. He got, he got thrown out, technicals, and then move on. But like, you milk it, you milk it. You constantly just have to show it over and over. And it's like, I just want to watch actually the game too. I want to know who won. I want to know the stats from the game. And in hockey, as far as I know, from what I've been watching all season long, I haven't missed one fucking Panthers game uh, this season yet. And, and it's just like all about hockey. It's not about the bullshit. It's not about anything off the ice or off, you know, business-wise. It's all about the players, the game, and 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 moving forward. Why, why do you think that is? Do you think that's because the NBA has a lot more attention right now? Well, I think that's why the NBA is big is because they talk about a lot other than – you know, the NFL and NBA are as marketable and as big as they are because they don't only talk about what goes on on the field or on the court, right? It's kind of one of those, like, catch-22s or, like, kind of that uh, ironic part where it's, like, they're so marketable. They are individuals. In hockey, what I've learned or what I've seen is it's all about the team. There's not too much in the individual aspect of hockey. It's not, like actually in your own locker room and in the league 
it's looked down upon if you make it about yourself, if you showboat, kind of like baseball in a way where like, if you show about make it about you, but like, I think baseball has fun. It's trying to find that medium of making it about their stars or trying to with show. Hey, Aaron judge and stuff like that. But hockey's like totally team aspect. There's no, there's not many egos. I think there's probably more egos in the nineties with the rough and tough guys, but there's no more of those guys in the league anymore. And I think that's kind of why the NHL does suffer because they don't have individuals, you know, they actually stick to, uh, you know, being a team. Don't make it about yourself. Don't cause yourself too much attention. Uh, always give credit to the other person. And I love that. And as I get older, I'm like, I fucking love that. I'm tired of the individuals of these games because and of the sport, because as a Brooklyn net fan, I just watched three individuals almost ruin my organization for three years. Like, it was exciting when KD and Kyrie came and over it only took two years for one, if not all three, almost ruined the franchise. And they, and they could have easily uh, some better than the other two or three, but like, what the fuck are we doing? Are we playing? Are we, are we, are we playing sports? We're hooping or we're, we're worrying about our next move and our, our next deal and how I look on social media. Oh, what am I wearing to the game? Do I like you look at uh, somebody like um like kuzma kuzma looks like he cares more and like i said he probably doesn't but it perception right is reality he looks like he thinks for hours more about what he's wearing to the game than how he's gonna prepare for the game like i said he probably works his ass off he definitely does obviously to be in the position he is he's young under 30 he's probably gonna get another big contract here soon but like it's just like when you want to hoop and you want to play you don't make it about yourself. This guy's showing up on big ass, like goofy fucking outfits and shit. And that's cool. That's great for Twitter. Cool for your swag. Cool for you to next to date the next model that's gonna give you anxiety and depression. And then you're gonna, you know, go off and like, you know, be sad and for the rest of your life. But like we, we're not getting individuals in these in these sports that actually are like dogs, true dogs of the game that fucking only care about playing hoops. Or, or on the field, and it's sad. Like I said, I'm generalizing, but you 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 feel where I'm coming from? Yeah, no, I feel where you're coming from, but also they have to build their brand somehow. And Kuzma I get it. Was, Kuzma was on the Lakers, and he wasn't like first or second, maybe third option, third fiddle on that team. Granted, he won a ring, but then, you know, he gets traded. He probably feels slighted. He goes to Washington D.C., where it's not the. I mean, basketball. But shouldn't you care about winning? If you win, you will become more marketable. In the place he's in, you're you're not going to do much winning. Washington hasn't won anything in our lives. Why would they start now? See, well, that's a mentality that we should get away from. That's a mentality where I agree with you to an extent, but that's the type of shit that we should be getting away from. Like he should be going to. Washington and being like, I'm so focused now. The fr- I'm the best player on this team. Hey, Same thing with Buddy that just came to the team. Jordan Poole. Who's uh Jordan Poole? He's another dude that's like on the court doing like weird <laughs> yeah, shit, throwing back playing together off the backboard alley oops when they're down twenty, shooting uh like pull up step back threes when you're down. It's just weird, weirdo type behavior, and it's like I don't think they even know what they're doing. I, I think they're just so enabled. And Did so out of the loop where they're Poole always going to be losers. Huh? Did you see the video of Poole not even looking at the play? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so to counter on that, okay, so this is why I know that Jordan Poole didn't learn shit, and he's exactly what I'm talking about. You go to Golden State, and you get to spend all that time with Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry. I'm not going to bring up Draymond. Those two. Stephen Curry has built the brand while absolutely hooping. And I'm saying he has a gift that's one of one. I get it. One of two, maybe, ever in the world. But he was able to hoop, focus on hoop, but also build a brand. You you could do both at the same time and yet yeah. still cra- concentrate on winning. How did Jordan Poole go to Golden State, win a championship, spend all that time with those two individuals for years and not take that and want to go to his own team, whether you go to Washington or whatever and go, all right, I'm not going to be Stephen Curry. I'm going to be myself, but I'm going to focus and look like I want to win. And that's all I care about. I don't, why is that so fucking hard to believe? Why is that like uh, even a question of like, you got to be an idiot if you spend all that time with those two great athletes of all time, shooter wise or like personalities and also character, and then go to Washington being a, a shithead. It speaks about you. I, I would never give Jordan yeah, Jordan so, Poole a dollar. Hundred percent. Like, there's no way. Uh, it it it's said in business. You hang around people that make money and are successful. You watch their habits. You should at least learn something from those habits or or in development. And I'm sure you know somebody that we had on last week, um, Cullum. Like, he could probably say the same. You hung around great soccer players. You're gonna want to become better, or you naturally become better because you watch these people that are better than you and you go, okay, I get it. Not let me, Oh, I'm, I average 25 points a game. And also I could show off my swag and how cool I am. And I could bag the shorty in the first row. Good for you. Like, you're not like, no. Okay, cool. Then live and die in Washington because that's all you'll ever be. I'm getting mad because this shit frustrates me, which leads me back. That's why I fucking love hockey. Yeah, I went through it. I did go through it, and I've been going through it for the last couple of years, and now I got to watch uh, an average basketball team like the Nets that play hard, and I love it, and it's it's probably my favorite team in the last couple of years only because I see what they do on the court and they try, but it's like, Jesus Christ. What the f-? And speaking of KD and all that basketball, like he goes to Phoenix, and look, Bradley Beal hasn't played a game yet. He was supposed to play this week, didn't. He's out now another few weeks, so now he's going to miss the first two months of the season. Devin Booker gets hurt. He come back. He's a stud, but like they mm-hmm. traded their they traded their depth and their and their and their bench. So just like the Nets, once you lose one of one or two of those three, you're dealing with guys that are on G League contracts and playing for a contract. That good luck to that in the in the West. That's very hard to win. So. God bless you, yeah, KD. You're, you're going through it too, I brother. Appreciate. That's why I appreciate the Miami Heat, man, how they handle business and how they've been able yep. to handle business Good point. for such a long time. Heat I culture. Know we, yeah, it, it sucks sometimes because we don't go after these guys, these big, this, these whales that people like to call yeah. them on Twitter, but most of the time it's for a reason. And it's whether or not they, they may be superstars or not, they just don't fit in with what the Miami Heat want to do, not just as a basketball team, but as an organization, because I think they represent themselves in, in a different way. I think the Heat look at themselves more than just a basketball team and what they do for the city of Miami and pretty much the state of Florida. Because there's there's Heat fans all over the world, so I, sometimes it's, we take it for granted, but 
we really yeah. kind of sit back and, and kind of appreciate what we have with with Miami since we're talking about basketball. Yeah, and you guys have consistency. You guys have consistency. Nothing has changed in twenty years from ownership to GM to head coach. And once you have that solidified, everybody else has to follow. So many, so many organizations like the, you know, the Nets. They changed. They have had four head coaches in six years. Like they've had one GM in the last ten, which is you know a good start, or eight years, which is a great start, but. You get these t- these organizations that they, you got a short leash, and I get why. You know the Giants, the uh, New York Football Giants, where they've had four coaches in five years or four coaches in six years. They have had three GMs in the last ten. It's it's hard to get some things flowing and and, and going when you don't have, like you said, the the fish stinks at the top, and it's like everything's fucking trickling down to the play on the field or the court. So uh, the Heat culture uniforms are. They're kind of growing on me. They're not bad. I don't like what bad. they wrote in the paint. I like it. It's a, yeah, Of course you it's do. A You're a corny. fan. It's, it's, it's a lot of corny. corny. It's very corny. It's, it's, it's like live, laugh, love. <laughs> because in my, in my opinion, if you <laughs> live, laugh, love, it's very live, laugh, love. Uh, because in my opinion, if you're trying to be that organization that's like, we're just about hoop and ball and get, you don't have to write it on your fucking court. You know what I mean? So like, you could have just stick to the heat culture of it and everybody understands what that means who watch basketball. You didn't have to write, we are better. It basically looks like it, how I translate is like, we're better than you because we do this. We're better than you because we do that and not this. And th- and it's like, ah, you didn't have to go about that. Just heat culture alone just says what it means. And if you have to Google it, you could Google it or you could ask your, your heat friend, a uh, heat fan friend or something like that. But, They'll let Never. you know. They'll let you know what heat culture. Yeah, just watch a game. Heat. What's heat culture? Watch a game. That should be like. Yeah. That should be like in the paint instead of like that. Heat culture. Watch us or like. Watch a game. You know something like that. Um, real quick. Uh, F one in Vegas was a spectacle, visually, but all the racers were complaining. Um, they had to stop, the first practice, because the the manholes were coming up all like, I think they had like over 50 or 30 or something like that uh, in Vegas. They had to shut down the strip. The race was on at 1 a.m. last night. Um, a shit show. They The, the racers didn't like it because it, it was too glitz Why and glamour for them and not about racing. I don't know. It was weird. Um, because, well, it's... Bruce spo- Buffer announcing the racers and they, they did my dog Bruce wrong with that, man. Yeah. You know what it is? I don't think that... Like I saw one clip. Pull up, uh, do Bruce Buffer, and and just p- type in Bruce Buffer and Paris, and look how awkward this is. You want to talk about cringe? And it it sucks because someone should tell the racers how it's gonna go. Like Bruce Buffer, when he announces your name, he gets in your face. And I don't think the racers thought. I thought the race. I think the racers thought they were, he was gonna interview them or something. And. I'll just let the video speak for itself. It is, yeah. Oh, I, I saw this, and it, it, yeah. it was pretty cringe. <sighs> yeah, let me make this bigger. Paris! I thought he was going to interview him. Look. Where do I go? Who's directing me? No one's directing him. So much is going on. 
Bruce, and Bruce is a professional. And Bruce is a professional. He knows what to do. Keep it moving. I think the guy, I think the guy even says, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, because I think at that point, they were so fed up about how much like obligations they had to do because obviously it's uh, Vegas' first time hosting an F1 race and they, ha they have a 10-year deal. They just did too much. You know how like less is more? Vegas, it's like more is more. More is always more in Vegas. And sometimes it's like you're you're overdoing it to the point where the race is being like third fiddle to everything that's going on. It's like it should be the race that matters We're most. Vegas. And yeah. it did get pushed to the side, I think, in my opinion. I have yet to watch the race itself. I'll try to watch it tomorrow. Um, but from what I got on Twitter and social media, the 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 drivers didn't like it. And I don't think the the fan feedback were uh, was good about all the bullshit that they had yeah i saw a lot of stuff on twitter about it people were, were pretty upset and just saying how, how bad it was I, I don't really watch it too much but yeah i saw today don't start like don't start this race by watching it for the first I saw time today that it was at 1 a.m and i was like what the fuck why would they yeah well they usually do it on sunday and i guarantee you they did it because obviously in america on the east coast vegas is three hours back so at 1 a.m., it's 11 there, but I guarantee you they wanted to hit the markets of, like, the east of the world. You know what I mean? Like, Saudi Arabia and all that. So, at that time, it's in the morning over there. So, what, I what I'm thinking is they could hit the West Coast people with having a 11 o'clock race. Fuck the East Coast people in America, but they were trying to obtain to Europe and everything else. Because in Europe, 1 o'clock, it's 7, 8 a.m., in Saudi, it's probably 9, 10. So they wanted to make sure that whoever paid for all this, which is probably not a, American companies, that uh, you know they got to watch it live in a reasonable time and they didn't really. So it was, I think it's a shit show overall and that whatever. I'll watch the race tomorrow and it looked from the looks of it like a good. They didn't have their five Ps. Five Ps were non-existent. They were non-existent when it comes to that. Uh, that's it on my end, you know, as far as topics. I like that we're about an hour episode. Appreciate everybody for tuning in, locking in. But any uh, topics or anything you got on your end, trending, uh, what you're doing uh, kind of on your end, you can um, shoot the I shit really out. I don't really have many topics. I do want to give a special shout-out to Bullring Podcast. Yep. I do want to give a special shout-out to Savannah Hurricanes, the basketball team down here in, in Savannah. I got to go to one of their games yesterday, and it was it was a pretty cool experience because it was my first time going, so I really I really wasn't sure what to expect. It was high level hoops, man. It was it was good hoops. They so man, the Hurricanes killed it, bro. They were shooting threes like the Warriors, like primetime Warriors, man. It was it was fun. What what the Bullring Podcast does, man, is 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 pretty fucking cool, bro. They're pretty much uh, there courtside. They got their whole setup, they got their camera, they got their mics, they got their headphones, and they're not just doing play-by-play, -play, but they're also kicking the shit with each other, talking talking a bunch of shit, making jokes, cracking jokes, and then they're interviewing people. They're interviewing, they interviewed the owner, they're interviewing some other people of the team, they interviewed some people in the crowd, so what, what Bullring Podcast is doing is, is pretty sweet. I, I got to network with them a little bit, and I'm going to most likely get on their show. They said that next time they have a home game, they're going to have a setup for me. Oh, so sweet. Gonna, 
they're going to bring in like an extra mic with headphones for me so we all oh, yeah. of us can get on there and, and talk some shit and it'd be a lot better I, I was able to get in like two three minutes with them and uh, what they were doing and then we just talked after the game so i, I feel like a lot of content is going to be dropped with them in the near future and i think that's going to be cool so I'm, I'm looking forward to it and shout out prep for for hooking it all up man i went through that mat at the gas station we kicked it for a little bit talked let him know I had a podcast. He told me what he was doing, and he put me in contact with them. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I hope hopefully it blossoms and it turns into something that you know could help us out. And they 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 said that they're down to to get on the pod as well. So yeah, oh yeah, I'm excited for that. We'll make that happen. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, that was uh, dope. I was gonna. I, we haven't talked about it off. Uh, it was tough off man. stream, but why. it was tough because you got the crowd, the people behind you, the crowd making noise, talking, doing whatever, and they're they're just sitting there courtside doing their shit man and it was it was cool it was impressive to see i was a little um i don't want to say i wasn't prepared but i just wasn't ready for really what it was going to be and yeah like going there maybe scouting it out first and then yeah, doing trying to broadcast sure. or something yeah i scouted it out for sure i'm gonna try and figure something out maybe they have like some kind of link where i could stream the game share the game as i'm talking about it or mm. some shit like that but with one person man it's hard so their next game is December second. Their next home game is December second. So, I'm gonna most I'm gonna try my best to be in attendance, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that because it was it was scripted content, bro. It, it was pretty neat getting to know the players. Yep, right in your backyard. Shit like that. So yeah, it was like 20 minutes for me, man. So sweet, not far at all. Yeah, we appreciate them putting together that little mixtape for us. Uh, yeah. That was a shock. I didn't know where that came from or whatever, and I figured. We talk about it here, which we did, and uh, yeah, that was dope. That was uh, how they were able to, however they did it. Maybe I could learn somehow. They pulled all of our videos that we had on Instagram all into one little mixtape, and uh, with some, you know, that was that was very cool, and we appreciate that creativity and that uh, that sentiment. And hopefully, we get to share that back uh, when either we have them on or, or or make something about it in the future. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely gonna happen. We, man, it's just three. They, it's two of them. And he told me they do a few different things where where they host their podcasts and where they go and whatnot. So, very like minded man. They just got it out the mud. They want to create something for themselves. They want to build a brand. They 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 have an idea of what they want to do, and they're kind mm -hmm. of just like in the same lane where we are. And go follow them on fucking Instagram, bro, for w what the stuff they're putting out and the content they have and how professional they are with everything they have. They don't have the following they deserve, bro. It's I'm telling you right now, go go follow them. They're they're doing their thing. The at is Bull Ring Podcast. It's Bull B U L L Ring Podcast. Follow them, link up with them, and they they they're doing they're doing work just like we are. So you gotta respect that shit. Yeah, I'll throw their Instagram and their um their podcast in the info in the description in the uh, timeline. Uh, so look for that on the YouTube, and obviously, if you listen on Apple or Spotify. Uh, anything else on your end? Mm. Dolphins, baby. Oh. Seven and three. Yep. Seven and three. Let's get it. We got the yeah, that was on a, that Friday. Was Black Friday. Nice, pretty. Oh, yeah, that's that's interesting, huh? Yeah, first one. But, yeah, no. Th today was a gritty win. win. Yeah, yeah see, Dolphins. boom. Offense didn't look that great. Tua still kind of did his thing. He threw for over. I think you need a couple of those games. You need 100%. a couple. You're facing a Raiders team that's two and zero since letting letting go the of their Raiders head coach. Tough. The Raiders are. They were going to be tough coming in. So yeah, 
they yeah. they may not have all the superstars. I mean, obviously they got Devontae and they got Max Crosby, but yeah, they got talent. They, you know, and they they were playing hard. They're playing hard for for their new head coach, and it's definitely a shift in culture, a shift in everything in that organization right now for letting yeah. go, you know, your coach that was yeah you, down you and not doing the best for you. These are the dog days of the winter, as they say, dog days of the summer in baseball. It's, you know, sometimes you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to want to get tested. Uh, you hope to not get tested by the worst of the worst teams. Obviously you guys handed handled uh, the worst teams in the league and that's how you have six wins. But this one, when I think personally was one of your best wins of the season, um, obviously you could say, Oh, the 70 to 20, like, yeah. Okay. That, that was pretty cool. Right. But um but this one, when you talk quality and like what, as far as what I've seen is, you know, you survive a win, uh, a team that definitely wanted to beat your ass and is on uh, trying to make it up in the AFC with a new head coach and, and all those players are playing for each other. That's why it was a great win, in my opinion. Um, quality win. So I, I like that you guys Jaylen battled. Is looking like Jalen, bro. Yep. Jalen's back. Yeah, he lost. What did he lose? Watch. He didn't get. He didn't get hurt, right? He, he just lost his win or something yeah, like that yeah, at the last interception. He was, he was running off the field. Helping, yeah. Okay. Good. Pumping the crowd up. So. Yeah. Yeah. When when you have a player like that, man, he's he's a difference maker. It doesn't matter what what scheme you're in. It doesn't matter what play it is. It doesn't matter what game. Anything like that. When you have someone like Jalen Ramsey, he covers his side of the field, his quarter of the field, whatever, to a yep. T. And he had two picks today. He's got three picks in three games with us. He's only allowed five catches. So he's he, they were saying he's getting scout team reps. He's doing his best to get back to 100% and all that. Obviously, he's working. He's grinding and still doesn't really know the playbook. And I mean, no, he knows the playbook, but he's He'll only get better as far as the scheme and everything. Yeah, yeah our, our defense looks good, man. And we're going to need our defense more than we're going to need our offense because I, I think our offense is going to go. Our offense is going to be all right. We're going to have possessions where we're going to score on two or three plays just because of that explosive. But when we play the Chiefs, when we play yeah. the Bills. These cold weather teams, you're going to have to yeah. buckle we're down. Yep. Need, we're going to need that defense to show up, and it, it has been showing up the past few weeks. So I'm, I'm definitely excited. We just 100%. We, yeah. And uh, for you, you're you're going to be – so obviously we have uh, this week, Thursday will is Thanksgiving. Friday, Black Friday, your birthday's on Monday. Uh, do you have a date or a day that you're going to c- come down here? I'm still trying to figure out uh, what we're doing there, uh, for this weekend. down there Tuesday night. Oh, Tuesday night. Uh, I brought this up last week, and we could t- talk off air because we're still trying to figure out what we're doing. Um, we pet- potentially could be away for Thursday and early Friday, but um, I didn't buy tickets for the Boston Bruins if you don't have plans Wednesday night if you wanted to come to the game we could talk about that okay maybe go to a, a bruin because bruins are the best team in the league and then the panthers are second in their division to them so that'll be a great game so we'll talk tickets right now i think i'll have a discount for like 20 dollars off so we could pay like maybe 40 45 a ticket and then free parking and then buy a couple beers there we already have it schemed out so yeah, yeah no, giants giants went off today yeah, we could talk about it. I want to buy tickets probably either tomorrow or Tuesday. I got my shift covered for, for Tuesday night, so I can leave Tuesday after my day job and just drive down there. Be there okay, so you get, you'd get here Tuesday night? Yep, yes, sir. Gotcha. So basically Wednesday would be your day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to put it on you. We may, we're probably like 
75 percent me and Bree going so uh we'll talk about it are we recording so people know 104 would we record next sunday or monday monday's your birthday so it's up to you so sunday's my mom's birthday and monday's my birthday i'm driving back monday so we'll try and we'll talk more as we'll figure it out more of an idea okay. where i got going on of course so i'll let you know yeah let me know uh we'll figure it out but anything else on your end to end uh recap 103 huh Right. Uh, I appreciate you, dog. I love you, man. I'll see you soon. Yeah, man. Thank I'll you see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. I'll make it. What? I said thank you for everything you do. Thank you for everything you do. Yeah, I'll see you uh, hopefully Wednesday, and uh, we'll hang. We'll uh, have some content coming your way, and, uh, you know, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, listen to us if you're in the car on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your audio. And as my laptop is about to die, perfect timing. That is uh, 103. Elvis Escobar, Fort Samo. Oh, Who's that? Fucking Charlie. That's funny. Char- he Charlie. said that to you? Yeah, I love it. 103. Enter- the there you go. Enter the lab, exit the lab. Peace. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>